made a, a series of pictures which is in a cafe at Contour in Haarlem at the moment. That's a series of eight pictures from guests from uh, this uh, bar in their living room. And they are just uh, still of this man or woman in his living room. Nothing more, nothing less. But for me, it's um, this is metaphorically for let's open up our our hearts or our uh, our doors to others, so that we can meet each other first before we judge. That's that's the meaning of that series. Beautiful. And I think that's my goal. What's your life story? inspirational interviews with Jen Rod, where you will discover everyday brave hearts connecting with their truth. Find out what inspires them to do what they love, how they got here and why they never give up. Be inspired by these stories to create your beautiful life with your host, Jen Rod. This was such a beautiful conversation. Rule came into the studio and we spoke for over two and a half hours long. I would love to share the whole conversation with you, but I think that would have been just too long for, for the show. So I decided to bring it in from when we started talking about the, actually the reason why we met, which was his photography. What really struck me about Rule is that he was working as a Marine 36 years of his life. He didn't have a great relationship with his dad. So it was sort of the, 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 the best option at the time. And um, yeah, after he worked as a Marine, he then took another job for about four or five years. And then he started actually getting involved in his photography, which was actually inspired by his dad because his dad was a reporter and uh, he had a dark room where he was always busy with photographs. So, yeah, it was just very interesting to put all the dots together. And what I really loved about this conversation is that we really explored the different ideas behind the reasons, um, yeah, the reasons why rules making decisions at the moment and, you know, what are his goals or um, what is the what is the drive, you know, that's that's driving him to take these particular photographs that he's taking. He's exhibiting all over Harlem and uh, he talks about that in the interview. So if you're interested in a conversation that's going to take you also on an adventure on motorbike, through Iceland, um, Gary is at 62 years old and he's out there on motorbike exploring the world, uh, reinventing himself as a photographer. My hands and my heart, I felt so grateful to have this conversation with Rule because he was just so open and open-hearted in this, in this exploration of his life story. So without any further ado, Rule Ebbinger. You talk about your... Well, I asked you about your photography and when that started, you spoke about your dad, which is interesting because you guys clash so much, but he did inspire you um, in a way because, uh, yeah. well, it's his work in that dark room, which yeah. was the bathroom, which yeah. inspired you actually. Yeah. And you, you were sort of dabbling in it. You were taking pictures, but for no mission per se. It was just mm -hmm. in curiosity. And then... Holiday pictures. Holiday pictures. And then after um, after you left service, that would have taken you to 56 years old, and then you started to pick up your camera. And actually, yeah, yeah. so when in this time, you, you talk very highly about enjoying that period of working for this private company and helping people in the trauma situations. When in this, in this time did you think, actually, I want to now uh, start exploring my artistic side so to just for everyone um to let people know right now so as i said in the beginning of the interview we met because i popped into your mm -hmm. your pop-up art gallery and you've got your photographs on the wall and you've just done this yeah. motorbike trip yeah let's maybe tell us about this motorbike trip let's let's go here oh, now and oh, we yeah. will work yeah. backwards yeah. To start off, uh, I, I did this motorbike trip for uh, three months to uh, the former uh, uh, USSR states of uh, uh, Georgia, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, uh, up to uh, Kyrgyzstan. This motorbike, well, traveling was always, uh, that's, that's also, uh, uh, I was inspired by my parents because my parents 
let's start there. Um, just a little sidestep, probably. Yeah. But they were already in that time, and we we speak about the 60s of uh, 1960. We we traveled around with a little car mm. all the way through Europe. You know, they took us uh, up to uh, Portugal, uh, the south, almost to Gibraltar, and then up to Albania. Uh, and up to uh, Norway and Sweden, uh, all the four of us in the little car, yeah. you know, in the 60s, which was, uh, well, uh, quite <coughs> something at that time. We were waving at other Dutch cars, you know, yeah. oh, another Dutch car, yeah. me and my sister in the back. So that traveling had always had my attention. Mm. Uh, I, I like to travel uh, most of the time basic Traveling, so like mm. backpack traveling, yeah. or uh, uh, not not uh, flying to uh, an hotel and they have for three weeks, but uh, authentic, raw sort of. Uh, yeah, it's just exploring. Yeah. So that's what you do when when you're in the military too. Uh, it's well organized, but you get to see different countries. You, you get to see different countries, and yeah. uh, that was also probably why it didn't give me a hard time with the training in in Scotland and and uh, the winter training in Norway. Uh, there were there were hard times, mm. but I could always look through other glasses. Mm. Let's say so. I am there now in this environment and and walking these mountains. It's heavy. And it's heavier, uh, gets heavier every day. But I could also enjoy uh, being in the mountains and, and being in snow. And so, how stunning uh, is that, huh? What a nice, yeah. uh, what a nice way to see, yeah, to see that responsibility and job at that time. You know that you were in service, but you were actually. I mean, you could look at it. Yeah, it's like you say through different lenses. Like yeah. Victor Frankel. I don't know if you know his book, Man's Search for Meaning. No. Um, good one for you to read right. if you'd like it. He was in the Second World War. He was her. Huh? He was in one of the camps. But he talks about seeing, just seeing it through a different lens, mm-hmm. basically. You yeah. Know, removing yourself from being in the situation. Right. Yeah. And now in your case, you were seeing yeah. the beautiful mountains, even yeah. though you're walking through... Uh, yeah. So, and there was also my approach uh, going to Iraq uh, and going to Cambodia. Because you, you also have... Of course, you're there with a mission, yeah. and you have to be conscious, and you have to be on your uh, on the ball. Yeah, uh, let's say so. Yeah. But on the other end, you can you stay in another country, you stay in another culture. Yeah, and uh, you have to. It's a human beings' fascination, right? To to learn about the world yeah, sure. you live in. Sure. And even though you're there on war terms, your curiosity as a human being, if you allow it, uh-huh. accepts the situation. It is, yeah, yeah. Time permits. Yeah. Most of the time you're very busy, but uh, yeah. that's one. After I finished in uh, in the Marines, uh, I sold my motorbike uh, when when the kids came. In 2009, I I thought, well, I'm, I'm gonna uh, buy a motorbike uh, again mm-hmm. when I'm uh, old enough. So when I finished uh, in the Marine Corps, so I bought a motorcycle. I was driving, and I thought, well, it might be nice to uh, to go on a trip. Yeah. And then uh, I thought. But well, was this before you started now the next four year job or? Yeah, about at the same time. Uh, but the job was not a full time job. Okay. You were on call. so. Uh, but I mean, if you get on your bike and you bugger off, you're not going to be on call. No, but we have a holiday too. Okay, so you In went to. Okay, yeah, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, you bought your bike 2000. I bought a bike, uh, bought another bike uh, two or three years later. Uh, and I thought, well, I want to travel. What bikes did you buy? Uh, a BMW GS yeah. 1200. The first a, one? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I want to travel by bike. Uh, so I uh, looked up on the internet and uh, found a travel organization which uh, organizes trips to Iceland. Beautiful country. Especially by bike. You um, left it from Holland. Yeah, we sailed there. You and your oh, wife? the the bike sailed there. We flew in. Your wife and you? Uh, no, not my wife. We were. Uh, it was an organization, and uh, my wife had to uh, look after the kids. You know. Oh, you say that with a very cheeky look in your face. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, it was a two or three week trip to Iceland. Yeah. Uh, organized. Yeah. Uh, so we had. Uh, 
a car following us with the luggage and that was nice and we crossed uh, Iceland wow which is so amazing did you ever go there no 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 but it's funny it's also it's not it's not covered in snow everywhere huh so no 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 so that's the fallacy right you think Iceland and you're picturing right everyone motorcycling in snow but it's not no 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 it's an amazing country nature wise we had this uh, volcano Bardabunga which was uh, at that time active. But just smoking. Well, erupted too. Before you were there? or The time we were there. so It uh, erupted uh, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how massively so did it erupt? <laughs> <laughs> Going through your motorcycle through Iceland? Uh, yeah, well, we were not driving. You, you, they, uh, they got off all the roads around that 25 or 40 kilometers uh, around. But it erupted while you were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you could see it erupting. Uh, no way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously? It's an active, very active uh, country, Iceland. Oh, wow. So, that must have been beautiful. Uh, Did you capture any pictures of that? Or? Yeah, but pictures from uh, 40k away. Exactly, so, and you didn't uh, have your was, paparazzi no, lens, huh? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> As you were So, uh, if you have pictures... You, 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 if I have pictures from that, but you see all the uh, little smoke uh, coming out. Yeah, of yeah. But it was active uh, at that time, and uh, even the, 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 the air traffic was... Uh, Interrupted by that. So, uh, but you were there for three weeks, and uh, yeah, we were there for fourteen days, I think. The, yeah. the, the the ride. So, um, Iceland is uh, known of its active uh, volcanoes, active yeah. volcanoes, but also the weather changes. Uh, all, you have all kinds of weather in twenty four hours, and that uh, is a, a special experience. So you're putting on your uh, your raincoat on Bizarre, uh, huh? the morning, and then after a few hours you have to get it off quick because yeah. it's warming up, yeah. and uh, and and you have to cross a lot of rivers. So that's also fun, not for everyone, because when you drop your bike, it's uh, not fun. It's not fun at all. But no. uh, it's, how does uh, the bike keep going if the bike falls in the water? Yeah, no, that's it's meant for the off road. Yeah, 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 it's made for off-road, okay. but... Uh, you got to get the water out the engine. Yeah, you got to, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, your first concern is not get it, get water in. Yeah, but if it but, does, uh, then... If it does, you, yeah. uh, it takes some time to... Uh, but you get used to that, and, uh, well, it's wet feet all day, eh? you know? So you spend the night uh, getting your, uh, your boots dry. Yeah. And uh, after a kilometer the next morning you have everything wet again uh, but that's also you also camped uh, no we camped in uh, like sort of mountain huts yeah okay there so they have mountain huts yeah there, yeah it's uh, all you have them also in the in the Italian Alps so yeah all, yeah you can yeah you get there they've got yeah meals but they're not uh, no they uh, you have to provide your own uh, meal they're not okay, manned okay. they're unmanned most of them yeah uh, and there are some manned huts clean reasonable uh, that was the first experience, and uh, we, we had a nice couple of people then, the 12 uh, of us, w- yeah. from which uh, six said, well, we want to do this uh, a little more, but on our own. So then we went with the six of us to uh, Morocco. We uh, planned our own trip. We planned to go camping. You have a lot of better breakfast yeah. things there, very cheap. We had a very good time uh, with the six of us. But is this where the photography started to develop? Or was this more about the motorbike and the travel? That, that's about the same when uh, kind of together. parallel. The year after we went to the Balkan, so let's say Albania and uh, former Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. This was now the third trip huh? on the, bike? That, that was the third trip. And uh, then came the idea... To travel light, we had, we had the heavy bikes at that time. Mm-hmm. In Morocco was 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 basically the moment I said, uh, "Well, this heavy bike is not going to work for me." So I drop him a lot, and then uh, it's too heavy to uh, to lift it up. Yeah. Um, and, and when you're uh, a lighter bike, would shoot me better. And uh, there were a few others who had the same uh, experience. Yeah. And then came the idea of making a longer trip, uh, a little bit further away, mm-hmm. and exploring uh, other countries. Was this like every year that you were sort of doing this, or how was that? Yeah. So, because you started so, in 2009. Uh, no, the, the, the trip to Iceland is, was in 14. 
Morocco was in 16, I think, Balkan 17, and then uh, the, uh, last year, so 2019, we went to uh, the uh, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan area. So. But you bought the bike in 2009. The first one in yeah. 2009, and yeah. then an, another one in 2012, mm. I think, and I bought this one about three years ago. So, so this is the lighter one now? This is the lighter. So this is the one, just for you guys listening, because I took a picture of Rule in, in the gallery with his bike. And that's also BMW, that one, huh? Yeah. Which one is it? A 650. Okay. 650cc, about 150 kilos. It looked massive, but you say it's much lighter. It's much lighter than the uh, than the 1200. Yeah. Yeah. So last year now you went through the Kazakh area. Yeah. So where did you go exactly last year? We went. We started here uh, at the McDonald's in uh, Houten in second of April, and we drove all the way from uh, from Holland. Now we took the, the car train. From Dusseldorf to Garmisch Partenkirchen. From there we we uh, sailed to Greece. Well, obviously from Garmisch, but from Italy we sailed yeah. to Greece, and then we drove all the way from Greece through Turkey, uh, Georgia, Armenia, back to Georgia again because we couldn't enter Iran. Azerbaijan sailed uh, the Caspian Sea to Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan. Uh, and then through uh, Tajikistan up to uh, Kyrgyzstan, Kyrgyzstan, and we ended up in Bishkek. So uh, this was a 16,000 kilometer ride through these uh, developing countries. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah. And you took these photographs that are in your gallery now. Yeah. 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 I started with photography uh, more seriously, say a few years ago. Um, exploring what shoots be uh, the most, because what style suits you? What style should shoot you? Uh, what are you gonna shoot? Uh, mm. uh, that's the same as a painter. What is he gonna paint? Uh, mm. In what style? Uh, yeah, uh, that's the same with photography, and uh, so that that's a parallel uh, process. Uh, but so when exactly did you? I mean, you said started to go sort of parallel. Those were your words. Huh? The traveling and then take, yeah. of course, because when you travel, you take photos. So, yeah. when did you think, okay, maybe I want to exhibit or maybe I want to move into becoming an artist? Or I know you don't call yourself an artist, but you are exhibiting in a gallery. I mean, so at what point did you, yeah, did the penny drop for you where you were like, I'm going to exhibit these, I'm going to do something with them or... Did was there a moment where you thought I want to maybe try become an artist or I want to try become a photographer or the latter? Yeah, I want to try to become a photographer. Uh, I think that's the that's the uh, the best description. Yes. So I'm now in search for the approach as a photographer. Yes. And I thought, do I go to school or uh, you can do everything? And uh, I have a, a coach which helps me uh, to get on the way to uh, become a photographer. So is this a coach as in a coach, or is this a photographer coaching you? The, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an artist, a painter himself, who is coaching me into the, into the art, getting my head around. Because uh, it's uh, a little more complicated than I thought mm -hmm. beforehand. And what's complicated is it? Is it more the the mental <coughs> mental block that that's complicated, or what's complicated? Complicated in the sense of uh, what are you standing for? Mm -hmm. Who are you? Okay. In the way of uh, approaching this art, what what are you gonna picture? Mm -hmm. What is your uh, what has your attention? What is your uh, Maybe your inner feeling, or mm. you're an artist yourself, so... Me? You, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I paint. I'm, I'm creative. It, it's definitely a spiritual process. I need to be in a, in a zone to, yeah, to, to create, um, for sure, yeah. Um, but I'm not doing it to sell my work, so you're exhibiting at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So those pictures that you took, yeah, um, was that by chance or were you were you aiming for something? I was not aiming for something. It was more uh, a gut feeling approach. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say I took a few thousand pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a, a photo trip. Okay. You said it nice. Uh, I think it was. Uh, what did you say? Uh, experience, travel, or. Uh, oh, I, I said it when I was in your gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was the right word for it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you said, "Oh, that's a nice term." That's a nice term. Eh? Yeah, uh, I'll uh, have to let it come back yeah. to me. But um, it might it might come back. The okay. travel was the aim of the uh, yeah. of the trip. So did you know you wanted to exhibit your your, or did that come after the trip? That came after the trip. Okay, so you that took these pictures the and then you thought, actually, this is something to share. This is something to show, or maybe make some money from. Mm, it was more that after a while, when you return back to your uh, to your ordinary and normal life, you uh, you start getting the experience in yeah you know it's yeah. it's yes it's it, in the moment you're experiencing <clears throat> but once you're back things fall into place yeah and i read this absolutely interesting book about uh, about that part of the world which is called uh, sovietistan and, and i read that beforehand it's an anthrop- anthropologist who wrote it from that point of view of course it's about uh, people the culture, the, uh, culture, but also the forming of, of how, how are these states formed okay. within? Uh, how does the communities come together? How does the how do these uh, groups of people? Yeah, yeah. How do they form, and how do they? How do they form? How are they uh, developing? How do they expand or? Uh, uh, develop, evolve. Develop, evolve. How yeah. countries evolve. And I read it beforehand. Before uh, I thought, well, I'm going to read this book, and at least I know something about the area. The area. Yeah. And uh, I read it, and I read it two times, I think. And uh, but it didn't really uh, come into my mm-hmm. uh, come into my mind. Once I came back, yeah, I started reading it again. Yeah. And then everything falls into place, yeah. and you can uh, place it. You or can give it a give it a place, and and, and, and uh, you you recognize some uh, things you met or came uh, came in contact with or uh, or seen. And then uh, I thought, well, this period of time that uh, the Russians ruled these countries, yeah. Uh, is still visible mm-hmm. on the ground, mm. uh, and that was my approach to search uh, a certain amount of pictures out of that all that all uh, the large collection. So to search for that Russian influence. Yeah. So what's the what's the picture of the bus then? So you gave me that picture of the bus, which yeah, I loved. You yeah. asked when I was in your yeah, gallery. Yeah, you asked yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just so that people, so when I was in the gallery, um, Rule said to me, "Which picture do you like?" And I said, "Well, it was the bus that caught my attention, which is a picture of a beautiful yellow school bus and with a mountain in the background." And uh, anyway, and then you went and you went and got me a little picture from the back, and that's the one I have on my board, which you commented yeah. on this morning, or yeah, yesterday yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, uh, this little bus is uh, an Armenian uh, bus, but it's, it's still the, the, the old Russian-style uh, buses. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, driving around. If you look well, there's the, these gas bottles on the, on the top. Which is uh, it's, uh, they drive by gas there, uh, liquid petroleum gas. Oh, serious! Uh, so some of the pictures are symbolic. Uh, so that's interesting. Are, uh, so it was that book. What's the book called? Sovietistan. Soviet is it called Sovietistan? Written Sovietistan. by who? By Erika Flatland. Okay. Yeah, you'll need to look that up. Yeah. 
But or you can send it to me. I'll put it on the show notes um, on my website. So if you guys want to check it out, it'll be on inspirationalinterviews.com uh, under rules uh, <clears throat> interview when it comes out. But um, this book that you read before you left, which you thought, let me get a bit educated on my trip. Um, you read it again when you came back and then things started to fall into place. But this also gave you a sort of uh, inspiration in terms of your photography because then also you saw the pictures and somewhere in this time the penny must have dropped where you thought this could be a nice exhibition because it only came after the trip. You didn't go on the trip with the idea to exhibit. No, no, no. Well, there was also under influence of uh, of this coach and, and, and your own development. You're going to look at your own work then, then again, and then things going to fall into place. It's hard to, hard to describe how that works. It's a sort of uh, vanzelfsprekendheid. Yeah, it comes from, from itself. Well, he gave me uh, a hint. He said, why don't you make series series of certain because it's like you make 3000 pictures they're all on a chronological order in your <coughs> computer and then it's uh, basically it's a big mess yeah and when you start uh, making series of uh, i made portraits of course and yeah. i'm uh, i picture dogs and i pictures uh, nature mm. so when you start making series then suddenly things start to to grow when mm. they say Hey, why are these together? Mm. Uh, unconsciously uh, making these series, and then hey, something is evolving, and mm. then things come together. So it was not uh, with this in mind that I mm. went all the way uh, to uh, Bishkek. There was sort of uh, a resonance. Uh, well, you went on this trip for the trip itself and yeah. with the experience of now experiencing a lighter motorbike, um, but it was it's still with some of the friends you went with three trips before that. So the trip was about the trip and the photos came because, well, you always had a fascination for photos from the inspiration of your dad's darkroom. Yeah. So yeah. what I want to know is when did you think, okay, I'm actually going to do something with these pictures? Like, were you sitting in your lounge one night, or were you having a shower, and you thought, hold on, maybe I should exhibit these, or were you just going through them randomly? We, 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 I was already exhibiting uh, other pictures, of course, in uh, in that period, because we, uh, we started uh, last uh, March with this uh, pop-up gallery. So, so you that, had that, other pictures already from your previous trip? Not from a trip, I, I made other pictures, uh, but I did everything. Like street photography, I did portraits, I did nature. Okay, uh, so when did you start so, this? Like, I know you've been taking pictures over the years. But yeah, when but did... I think four or five years ago, it was really the moment that I said, well, this is going to be uh, my new uh, thing in life. Thing. Thing. <laughs> Focus, yeah, your new, really? your new inspiration, your new, yeah, your new goal. Yeah. And that's when you kind of finished that last job. That's, yeah, yeah, that was about the same yeah. time. So, so and that's also when you started traveling on your bike. About, yeah. 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 So yeah. you did make a conscious decision to say, I actually want to try and give my photography a go. No, it was sort of natural development. Okay, so there was never like an overnight thought where you were like, okay, I actually want to see if I can try become a photographer. No. Okay, so the pictures came. So when did you then first take that step to exhibit? That was uh, when I took a few courses uh, with with uh, photographers, and they encouraged me to uh, to exhibit. Okay. So that started yeah. with a small exhibit, a one day exhibit, uh, let's say uh, uh, in uh, Buurthuis. Yeah. Um, Which is like. The local, the local community hall, community hall. Uh, yeah. something like that. And so that must have been a big deal. Well, why? Well, you've, well, you've yeah, taken yeah. pictures and you're actually going out into the public and you, yeah. you're showing them off. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. No? Not really. And does it feel like a big deal now? 
more because this is a very public space of course yeah so for you guys listening it's literally on the high street of Harlem uh, shopping town uh, Harlem's quite a big shopping uh, city people come here to <coughs> shop because the shops are so uh, well the, the shops are great here in Harlem they're quite sort of high end as well and uh, rules pop-up galleries through one of the main streets of uh, of the city um, okay and now you're currently exhibiting with six with six of you you're yeah. exhibiting yeah, yeah, yeah. and now you say it's more of a big deal because you're in a more public space yeah so uh, you can uh, literally see uh, people reacting to your uh, pictures so they are either interested or uh, they turn their head away yeah. and yeah. have you sold painted uh, I've uh, sold three three, three of these not yeah. bad yeah not bad so when did you get a coach I know I have to uh, to have something behind me which uh, gives me some uh, direction that's what I told you earlier. You could either go to a school or an art academy. But for me, I think it, it worked better to have an individual one-on-one -on -one coach. And he's, he's helping me to, uh, to focus on, uh, on my own, find my own artistic voice, as mm -hmm. they call it. So, mm. uh, so nice. Um, well, it's interesting because you said that you... Uh, it works better for you to have a coach than to go to an art school or for have photography school, which, well, it's, I find it interesting because you, you also didn't really like school anyway when you were younger. So it's quite nice that you recognize at, at age 62, although you got your coach, what, two, three years ago? No, this year. This year. This okay. year yeah. So it's, it's, or not last, no, last year. Last year. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting that, um, yeah, that you also recognize that it's better for you because that could also block somebody. Do you know what I mean? If they, they could think, well, you know, I don't feel like going to school and, you know, I don't want to go and do this big course. But it's nice that you recognize, well, working one-on-one -on -one works well for you to motivate you and to give you the direction that you know you want yeah, I, I need to find a direction. That's that's okay. absolutely. Otherwise, you're uh, you're uh, you're lost. I think in mm. art. you got to find you got to find out why are you, by the way, uh, taking pictures. Yeah. Why you... are you why are you painting? Why am I painting? Because uh, I like the process of painting, or uh, I like the result, or uh, I like I have a message to the world, or uh, I want to, to paint and hang it in my own, put it up in my own house and uh, show it to nobody. Or so that's that's uh, at the moment the, the the question for you for me. Have you, always, have you always had to make sense of what you're doing? Have you always had to have a sensible understanding of the reason why you're doing something? You're confrontating me with questions uh, <laughs> I haven't thought of. Uh, the answer is yes, I think. Yeah. I have to have, uh, I need to have a, a, a certain goal mm. somewhere. But that was that, that's my military uh, approach. Yeah, but what's interesting, it is your military approach. But what's interesting is, is it your military approach or is it rule? Yeah, yeah because that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're finding out now at the moment. In, with yeah. your coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, you say that's my military approach, but in a way, it's not. It's it's who you are. Yeah, and the reason what kept you going in the military is because of you not because of the military mm -hmm. because it's your curiosity to explore life that you were able to see these other countries through the military but it could have been through anything mm -hmm. you could have been a f a steward or whatever yeah um it's just that your father dropped you off at the military that day so it became the military that allowed you to see yeah. the world but yeah, it's right. that yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you putting your thumb out. <laughs> Am I reading you too well? <laughs> oh, I like that. Let's uh, let's face it as it is. I mean, uh, I'm also curious. This is a curious period in my life. Well, it's always been. I mean, it's, I it's always you... been, but things fall in place. Like I'm, I'm looking to my own youth, as I'm a father now. I can get grip on that period of time. I mean, my parents are so different from myself. Huh? Mm. That's strange. Or Is not? It? I don't know. That's what I'm finding out at the moment. Well, obviously our parents are different, but if you look, there's a there's a lot of. I mean, it's logical that there's a lot of your mom and your dad that's in you. Like there there are things of them. I mean, even your, oh, yeah. your photography. You mean you? So when you say it's, it's also it's such a curious period, but you also it's you're at a more reflective period of your life where you're searching for the meaning of you're searching for the meaning and then uh and and then and and, and then you come up to things where you've never thought about why am i interested in these people mm. in people in common why is that you mean just in general friendships in general, or yeah. okay yeah or in uh, like you do uh, these interviews yeah um, what does it mean for my photography? What's my inspiration? And, and why am I uh, doing the things I do with my photography? Because you, you see now this, this travel thing, but also into uh, uh, making a documentary. Uh, I made already a documentary on, uh, on a boxing school. Uh, and I'm Here in, in the Slachthuisbuurt. Uh, I'm making a documentary on that. Um, on the neighborhood. On the neighborhood there. A film documentary. No, uh, m uh, pictures. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm following my, uh, my, my gut feeling yeah. in that sense, but uh, it has to come from somewhere. And is it important that you make money from this process? No. Because you don't need money now anyway. Like everyone could do with more money, but you don't need it to no. survive. No. Yeah. So this is a life exploration for you. No. More, yeah. So then you start looking at where 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 does that come from? Mm. You wanna you want you 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 have to give it a meaning in some kind of way, mm. and then and that's what I'm searching for. And what's the difference and, and between giving it a meaning and having a goal? Difficult question. But you feel there's a difference, right? Because if you give something, so to understand the meaning of something is almost, it's the thing, it's the thing that triggers you, uh, sort of gets you out of bed, having the meaning behind it. The goal also gets you out of bed because you have a vision, a goal, but there's a reason why you're doing it. So there's a reason why you have that goal. Yeah. And that's that's a ser the search for the reason. It's and ongoing. Okay, so what's your goal at the moment? My goal is uh, to... Uh, I see this community uh, polarizing mm -hmm. more and more and more. What do you mean, this community? Uh, the, the, the Dutch... Uh, community, mm -hmm. uh, Holland, the people in this country. Separating. Polarizing meaning yeah. separating, right? Separating. Yeah. Rich and poor. Okay. Uh, color. You think it's more becoming separate from each other? I think. Okay. And, um, and that's what I want to fight against. Because okay. that's not going to help us any further. Mm -hmm. We we have to have contact first and then judge. And not the other way around. And Meaning that, we need to be close first. Like we, yeah. in a metaphorical sense, eat meals together first. 
And then judge. And then judge, yeah. Mm. I made a, a series of pictures which is in a cafe at Contour mm-hmm. in Haarlem at the moment. Which are uh, people in On their... On the corner, in that, in that little yeah, bar. Yeah. yeah, oh cool. Contortje. Contortje. Yeah. The pub. Yeah, the little pub. That are, uh, that's a series of eight pictures from uh, uh, guests from uh, this uh, bar mm-hmm. in their living room. Okay. And they are just, it's just a, 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 a still of this man or woman in his living room. Nothing more, nothing, mm. nothing less. Mm. But for me, it's, um, this is metaphorically for... Let's open up our uh, our hearts or our uh, our doors to others, mm. so that we can meet each other first before we judge. That's that's the meaning of that series. Beautiful. And I think that's my that's my goal. Nice. <laughs> Beautiful goal. Right. Yeah. I mean, here you spent thirty six years of your life in service to a uh, to a country where you're potentially fighting people. I understand that one would think that the military or the government's goal is to be at peace with the rest of the world, but in reality, that's not true because there's also a, a fight of power mm-hmm. huh, between countries. And it's interesting that you, well, you gave your service, your time to this part of human existence. And and now you're going to spend, well, the next part of your, yeah, a big, the big next part of your adult years and probably the last part, mm-hmm. huh? Uh bringing people together mm-hmm. and and uh, teaching communities to to accept one another uh, the essence in there is that I've seen of course a lot of other countries and a lot of other people a lot of other families a lot of other uh, communities and uh, we are all searching for the same aren't we we're also we're all, all, all searching for a safe environment for our children. We are uh, having. We need to have a roof. Uh, we need to have uh, a meal at least one a day. So that that that's the same for everyone, and that that's that's the thing we should that should uh, bind us together. Safe environment, shelter, food, the basic needs. Food, safety, shelter, and that should bind us together. Very nice uh, vision, focus. Yeah, that's the essence. And, and, and that's that's the essence. That's also the essence of uh, of my series in uh, in the in the gallery at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, it's also about uh, communities uh, who were uh, disrupted uh, at that time uh, and finding their new balance. Uh, people uh, are uh, extremely hospitable in, in these regions. In these disrupted, previously disrupted regions. Maybe still disrupted, but it's it's the total approach of people and. Um, the other day, someone uh, someone asked, "Are you positive or uh, or, or, or negative in uh, looking to the future?" Uh, and uh, and when when you're when you're in Holland, you you see these uh, these development of of uh, people separating more and more and uh, being on their own and do not care about others and etc. Uh, etc. Et then you tend to be. Uh, Get an or get a negative feeling about that, mm. about our 
but with the experience uh, with this trip, last trip, mm. um, I thought I'm more positive because it's in in a, it, it's within us uh, to be nice to one each other. Mm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> But what do you mean? Love, what do you mean now from the last trip? To, to well, to you see to, the future in a more positive light. Yeah. And that's because. Because I've met so many hospitable uh, and friendly uh, people. Uh, Even in spite of uh, difficult circumstances, yeah. they are yeah. beautiful people. Beautiful people, and uh, they give you all the space and. You can stay everywhere, uh, you could sleep everywhere, uh, you get tea everywhere, you get your food everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you could Which is live. interesting because you're talking about Holland at the beginning of this conversation, saying how organized, it's too organized, it strangles you sometimes, those were your words, suffocates maybe you said. But in a way... Holland needs to be a bit more disrupted in order to breed friendlier people. No, you, you, you Does don't disruption you, you don't. not make us more down? Like at the end of the day, when our lives are, it is when you go through tragedy or through these difficult circumstances that you you understand really what's important in life. I think that's it. Yeah. So what do we have in common in Holland? What's the common... I don't know. I don't know. That's what you're going to find out. <laughs> that's your mission. That's my, my mission, yeah. Maybe that's so, what you need to... Uh, to explore. To explore. That's yeah. your essence. That's your search. That's your goal. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But I mean... In, uh, yeah, yeah. When you have something... Uh, like uh, like you said, uh, a tragedy. Then then, then is when, when people tend to... Find each other like the. That's the, when the, people's hearts actually open up. The MH17 uh, tragedy. Uh, What's this, that? This, this airplane which uh, was shot down. Uh, uh, oh, in Ukraine. In Ukraine. Yeah. Then, suddenly, there's something, but that, and and and, and then you see all these people standing around along the highway uh, with all these. Uh, uh, bodies coming back, and uh, then it's uh, then Holland is uh, and and with football, of course. Then we are all together. Sport. Sports. Sport. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sports, when, when, the, music. when the Dutch team uh, is, are about uh, to win, are about to win. <laughs> then, yeah. But uh, yeah. So why so, is this yeah. important to you? Because I see, I can see now where mm -hmm. you're going with this. I get to have the privilege to see where where your journey has come from and how huh, your journey is taking you. And we all need a vehicle in life. You know, our vehicle is the thing, is the job we're in to learn. You know, the vehicle is whatever we occupy our time with as a human being. You know, so the question is, what vehicle are you using to take you through this journey of life? And your vehicle for the first well, from your 16th year and 36 years from there was the military. That was your vehicle to learn about life. Mm -hmm. And now you're choosing photography and travel to learn about life and to understand your existence here. Yeah. And um, and for you, it's, it's, yeah, it's your search for meaning, which is interesting because I spoke about that book by Viktor Frankl called A Man's Search for Meaning. So maybe you should go read that. Mm -hmm. um, but it is, yeah, it's, it's a very clear journey that you're, you, you've you been on this journey of exploration, learning, you have this deep fascination for exploring the world and exploring cultures. It's always been of interest to you. Yeah. And now, well, it just seems you're now wanting to, you're now consciously searching for the meaning before you were you were searching it subconsciously <clears throat> through your work well it's i think maybe the f photography of the art is now uh came into my life uh and uh that helps you to 
to find your inner uh, uh, this meaning we talk about or the inner vehicle or, or coach or being creative actually because to be creative you need to access a space from within yourself yeah. right that's where yeah. creativity comes yeah. from yeah but it's still that's not not clear for me what's what not clear the, the, the inner uh, the 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 the, the the drive. Where the drive comes from. Well, I think it's. I think it seems pretty clear. The drive is coming from a curiosity to understand. To understand human beings. It's, yeah. That drive is coming from a curiosity. To understand why there's segregation, and why is segregation happening in Holland at the moment, where you've seen. Where you've seen closeness. In disrupted environments, you're seeing segregation in what you describe as an almost perfect country mm -hmm. that's so well organized. So why is there segregation? There's a curiosity there. And that curiosity is what keeps us human beings alive. It's, what, mm -hmm. it's why I do what I do. I'm curious, and this is my vehicle. My vehicle is sitting in a room asking questions and then sharing that through audio it's basically the same yours is through photography yeah but it's basically the same isn't it yeah it's to understand why yeah. we exist yeah. ultimately yeah. and why communities behave as they behave and uh, why people behave as they as they behave mm. and trying to uh, to find out uh, why people act uh, as they act yeah uh, so uh, it's also it's the same curiosity. But you do know then what's driving you. Yeah, but still, uh, I'm not I'm not completely uh, there. I think. No. Because no, because the next question is why. Why what? Why are you that curious? Curious. Uh, well, it's that curiosity, and not knowing. It's the not knowing that keeps us going. Yeah, but why do you want to know? Well, it's the same reason. Why, why, why did they want to know if the world was round or flat or... Because you're a human being. You just have a natural curiosity. Oh, this, this, this is a bit of a joke because that's what's... Uh, that's what's done. That's what's done in in this art uh, education. They they constantly uh, challenging uh, challenging you with why. Yeah. And 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 and, uh, and then you come to the really to the to the kern. Uh, to the source. To the source. Yeah. So that's that's why I asked the well, question why. Has this something to do with your uh, with your uh, growing up or with experiences mm. or is it well, we can philosophize about this yeah. until the cows yeah. come home. Yeah. I think what's what's nice now in our conversation is to, well, to look back on this period. I mean, I didn't go into your life from before you were 16, but you talk about it was a difficult period with your parents. It was never really easy. Um, so I, I get a feeling of your, yeah, before your 16th year. Um, but if you look back now on your life, you're 62 now and you see the decisions that you've made, you, you understand the reasons why you stayed in military. You also understood why you liked the military being away from a situation of conflict with her, with your parents. Um, you're a father yourself. Uh, you've gone very consciously into a new phase of your life and and i think at admirably getting yourself a coach to take yourself seriously you know i think that that's beautiful uh, when you're 62 years old you got him last year in your 61 yeah, year yeah. um you know to say yeah i'm, I'm taking myself seriously i want to yeah just take I, myself I, seriously 
and I, I, I want to constantly uh, explore evolve. and evolve exactly. and, 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 and that's also with traveling you know I'm, I'm looking forward to my next trip yeah uh, not planning very uh, concrete at the moment but yeah. uh, it's it's in my mind already yeah uh, so uh, so what 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 do you think is because I get I, I can feel this exploration and these questionings and and I think that that's that's good it's yeah, you need sure. to be because this is sure. what keeps you young yeah. and alive and motivated yeah. and and getting on a bike again at 62 yeah. and going to explore yeah. the world you know i have to do is, it now this is what's driving you yeah sure it's the sure. the reason the question that yeah. you know and the discovery the um, discovery and yeah. uh and i know i uh you're limited in your time especially when you want to drive a motorbike yeah i mean i can go by bus uh by car uh, the time uh, the, when time comes yeah but st still I want to do things as, as long as I can do yeah so and the funny thing is uh, I asked my wife who, who gives me this 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 space yeah you know to explore yeah say I, I give her her space because she's uh, she's more more of a horseback uh, girl uh, she's planning a trip to uh, maybe Kyrgyzstan or uh, Argentina which she did already before, so uh, we give each other this 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 space and time. And do you think that's what's been important in your relationship that you have given each other the space yeah, to yeah, explore? Yeah, 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 absolutely. She's have you always given? Well, I mean, by yeah, default, we, we, you we have this. The, we have done this always. Yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of get a lot together, but we've also done things separately and uh, give this. Yeah. If the space is uh, absolutely so, mm. you have a story to tell to each other too. Yeah. You, know? uh, you were talking about your wife and that she's going to be doing her trips. Well, we've spoken about so much. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I think, uh, but if you do look back now on the last 62 years of your life, what do you think have been your biggest learning moments in life? Jazz is a nice uh, uh, metaphor for uh, giving room to others uh, to uh, express themselves, mm -hmm. and I think we sh that that's that's one of the things that that's what we did in the military too. You know, everyone has his own uh, specialties, mm -hmm. and uh, giving space to others to uh, explore themselves mm -hmm. and, and express themselves. Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, that's that's what we should. Well, my my question in that yeah is: Did your parents give you the space to be yourself? No. So they're your big, biggest <laughs> teachers, right? Yeah, maybe. But uh, you're asking uh, what's the what's the the big learning moments? Uh, and having children is also a learning moment. Yeah. So yeah. what what would your what would your you're sixty two now what would your advice be to yourself at sixteen when you started the military? Finish your school. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I never finished my school. Has it so. always been a problem? Well, not a problem. Well, but. It was always on my mind. Yeah. So proud of my children that they finished their uh, their high school. Mm. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. That's, yeah, that's really uh, that was uh, emotional moments. Emotional moments. Yeah, I'm very proud of them too. So, uh, and I love them. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's really, uh, we can, uh, I can hug them every day, you know, mm. and that's, yeah, that's worth everything. Yeah. That's what we, uh, I cried my, uh, my eyes out, uh, uh, yesterday or uh, the day before we saw this concert of, uh, Marco Bossato. Oh yeah. 
I don't know if you know him. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he for those shape. of you listening. He's uh, well, just a famous Dutch singer, Marco Passato. Yeah. And he has this song, uh, Dochters, mm. Daughters, and I always uh, get very emotional with that, uh, with that song, because then I see my my own daughter and uh, and your son and my son. Yeah, of course, the same for both. But uh, I love them so much. So uh, yeah, that's great. You know, and uh, that, that's that's the that's so in disbalance with my own growing up. Yeah. I thought this morning you were. Uh, I heard. I, I was listening to your podcast with uh, this Cuban. Uh, Forbe. <coughs> uh, yeah. And he was talking about his relationship with his father, his grandfather, and I. I didn't even. Uh, the only thing, uh, the only one I met was one grandmother, and the other ones I've never met. Mm. So that was my my youth. Yeah. And now it's the other way around, you know. Your kids have so much. Yeah. So much of both of you as their yeah. parents involved yeah. Yeah. in their yeah. life. Yeah. So that's. So, would there be more advice you'd give to your 16-year-old self? That's a very odd question, Jen. That's a very odd question. What advice do you... You know, the time was that different. I started a career as uh, in the military, where it was common in a time that you start working for a boss and you stay there for the rest of your life. Mm. Uh, nowadays, these kids are uh, working here for a year and then uh, going on traveling around the world and have all these opportunities. Mm. So it's hard to to give an advice to my 16-year-old self. Well, still with you. Yeah. <laughs> it comes in my mind that I, 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 no, no. Were you going to say something or? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> Do you think he would need advice? Standing out this, outside that building, standing outside the military that day. Do you think he would need advice? Uh, because he wasn't open to receiving it from his dad so you would be the best person to give him advice all right now I still don't know why it went wrong that uh, why it went wrong within this relation yeah well that will have to be another conversation Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, no. But looking back, you've you've done what you wanted to in life. Yeah, I'm still doing that. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I have, and I, and we're living in a country where you have the uh, opportunity to do so. Yeah. So uh, that that always. That that also makes you mm. uh, happy. Yeah. Or at least you have the opportunity. Yeah. To do what you want to do. Are you happy? Yeah. 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 Rule, thank you so much for coming into the studio with me and just sharing your beautiful journey. Um you know, for me, when we when we discussed all these different ideas about um, the reasons why we're doing things and, you know, what's the drive and what's the purpose and uh, what is the exploration, you know, I, I found that so, for myself, so useful. And it's just amazing when people can come into the studio and, yeah, just be vulnerable in their conversation and have such an open heart and... Um, thank you for doing that because these are the kinds of stories that change lives and make 
other people think about their own life and you know what they're doing in their life at the moment and you know does it have meaning does it have value so thank you so much stories change lives and this is the kind of story that can change many people's lives so thank you so much rule for coming into the studio with me and now it's time to introduce my next guest. So Yorinda Cooper was my next guest. I call her Jo. And um, I've known Jo uh, for quite a few years. We, we don't know each other very well. But uh, again, you know, this is how you meet people. Her daughter and my daughter went to the same uh, uh, crash, shall we say, or, or poacher spells, all they call it here. Yeah. Anyway, and um, the reason why I really wanted to interview her is because she's an artist. She's a singer. And I've come across her a few times where she's been singing at different festivals, local festivals here in Harlem. And it, she's just always really got my attention by the fact that she just goes out there and she puts herself out there and, you know, just does what she loves. And you can just see she's so connected with what she's doing. And I just want to find out, you know, who is she and where did this inspiration come from to be a singer? It's a beautiful conversation. Jo wasn't only a singer, she she was a ballerina. And um, the conversation is is also very much exploring motherhood and yeah, the, the difficulties of, you know, when you have so much passion and drive, how do you how do you explore that when you also have young children? So super amazing conversation for any moms out there or any dad can relate to that with, you know, with their own life, seeing their wives or their partners going through this experience of, you know, trying to be true to yourself and connect with your your creative energy. But then on the other hand, you've got these kids and, you know, how do you balance the two unless you've got full-time staff working for you, which the majority of the population in the world don't. So, yeah, can't wait to share Joe's story with you guys next week. In the meantime, guys, don't forget to subscribe or if you really like this interview, just leave a little like or uh, leave a comment. And um, if anyone's interested in rules information, you can go to www.inspirationalinterviews.com. I'll have his website link there. And uh, yeah, um, always open to uh, yeah conversation, always open to, to feedback. So please don't hesitate to leave a comment. And if any of you are on iTunes, I'd be super grateful for a few stars if you like the show. So yeah, in the meantime, guys, have an amazing week and uh, see you on the flip side.